Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Brothers Grimdark, the late edition. How late, you ask? A week late. That is very late. <laughs> I mean, in terms of in terms of lateness, that is quite late. We we cocked that. We cocked that like something which got sufficiently cocked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have said like a gun or something, but sufficient cocking is always. I drew a blank. Oh, that's a good start to the podcast. Yeah. Well, where we left it last time. Well, I left it last time because you abandoned me. I did have to abandon him, like a child <laughs> on the doorstep. <laughs> this is wow. dark already. Grim um, dark. No, that's just that's just that's sad. Just dark, yeah. Sorry, Sorry about so, that. Yeah, you, you, dra- you dragged us into this old dragon. I did out. drag us out. Um, let's drag ourselves out. <laughs> I'm not a part. Of I'm going to use you as an anchor. To swing you up, throw you... That's a grapple. It's <laughs> not an anchor. You don't throw anchors around. That's you can, silly. That's, that's just... If you're manly enough. <laughs> if you're Popeye. If you're Corn. You're Corn. You corn can. throws whatever the fuck he wants. I would quite Including like a it. bloodthirster through the solar system. Through the cosmos. Yeah, he did solar do that. Solar system's quite a small scale. brand. Yeah. <laughs> Threw him through the door. <laughs> yeah, well, it's quite a big door for Corn. <laughs> Or is it a small dwarf of corn? <laughs> Surely a very small dwarf of corn, right? I think... Sorry. You go to your front door. We're discussing Imperial Knights here. Hold on, you go to your front door. It's like a... Ding dong. <laughs> oh, I wonder what that is. <laughs> Scarbrand burst through a tiny door. A thrown through. He's not bursting thrown through. through. Sorry. He's, he's obliterating that door most of the building. He definitely is. That's a sexy model. Just side segue. That is a fucking sexy model. Guys, yeah. if, if yeah. you want to see some model porn... He's making I'm blinking eye contact with me as he does this, <laughs> which is very concerning. I know model porn. I do. Anyway, <laughs> that's great for that. <laughs> Games Workshop. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I should be like the advert, the official advert. Just with Games Workshop. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> Your hand just takes a picture out of a box. Model porn. You know you want it. <laughs> oh dear it's been a long day it's been a long day <laughs> which apparently I don't it makes know us what. hysterical when yeah. I'm tired I get hysterical yeah we're both That's in the same the perfect time to do the a same horrific nightmare fueled boat so right, <laughs> the night codex yeah we're, we're getting onto models proper I just want to apologise as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit late. We've been doing this for like 11 episodes now. Oh yeah, that, I'm not going to apologise for that. That's I'm unapologetic about our time wasting. That's true. I am apologetic about the last episode and going through the night houses. When you say the last episode, you mean the last episode we did, the last episode we missed? Last, <laughs> shh, never, never happened. Never know. Yeah. yeah, the last one we did. Yeah. With the night houses, when it got to the Mechanicum side, I appreciate it. it got a little bit thin... And that's because the law for the Admech Nighthouses is pretty darn thin. Like, there's there's not a lot exactly. going on for them. Exactly. Well, to be fair, it's because... Eh, it's just a bit thin. It's just they, a bit At least thin. the Volker are there to be nice and cool and creepy. Yeah, sexy as hell. Now, news. News roundup. <laughs> yeah. diddly dee 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 Also, I, okay, so I still haven't seen that um, new Admech model you kept saying. Okay. So I couldn't find it. There's a new Admech model coming from Forgeworld which is Dark Mechanicum. It Think like Tech Priest combined with Defiler, combined with creepy uh, porcelain white mask. Which is all awesome. It It's a fucking awesome model from what I've seen. Like, that's Nurgle's pot of awesome, and he knows pot. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, the demonic gardener. We know what that's about. He's got the green finger, <laughs> yes. I began that by thinking of, like, staring like his cauldron. No, you just... <laughs> Stoking the old cauldron. <laughs> Dirty bastard. Nurgle, best god. The best god. I, TM. I, I, I have my reservations. Anyway... Well, you had a point somewhere. Yeah, yeah sorry. New admit guy, yeah. sexy as hell. Yeah. Couple other Forge World models, very sexy. Forge World, great For- job. Good Forge job. Forge World, reliably. <laughs> Good. Great Thanks, job. Forge World. And this, this new character model is so powerful, thrusting into my imagination, that I want to do a Dark Mechanicum army allied with my Death Guard. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It would be pretty darn sweet. Maybe the Death Guard would be playable then. No. <laughs> this would strictly... <laughs> no. Categorically, no. This would be strictly for friendly play. Speaking of friendly play... Tomorrow, it's dust-off time. That's not what we should We're call it. dusting off. No. The, I want to say knobs, but that's not what that's it orcs. should be. That's that, definitely orcs. That's orcs. I'll dust off the knobs sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but... He doesn't have knobs. I do need dusting. They do need a bit of that. Yeah. That is a problem with the hobby. Dusty knobs. <laughs> Sadly, yes. Came to workshop. It's still in the advert. <laughs> if you like dusty knobs, <laughs> no explanation. At the weekend, Saturday. At, it's irrelevant. At, at the Shatter Dome, the big arena, the O2. Did you just say the place where the Jaegers are stored? Yes. <laughs> the Shatter Dome. <laughs> in the Shatter Dome. And that's appropriate because Alan will be bringing the full By the fury. way, I am Alan. I don't, we've mentioned our names in like the first one. I don't know if we've ever said them again. So I'm sure plenty of people will hear our names and not know. So Does it matter? Not really. Like, if, they <laughs> no. came here for, if they came here for sense-making... <laughs> <laughs> Great sentence. <laughs> sense-making makers. I think that, that sums us up perfectly. <laughs> yes. The sense-making makers. <laughs> the sense-making makers. You must seek them out high on the hill. <laughs> Back to Nurgle again. <laughs> Just follow the glue flume flutes. <laughs> <laughs> that going crazy. wouldn't work. <laughs> a sad family stuck halfway down on their log flume because the glue tried. <laughs> but one hell of a ride. Until that moment, 10 out of 10. After that, solid 7. <laughs> Very solid, it's not moving. Nice. Yeah, I killed it though. <laughs> okay. At the arena, the big event. Live event. Oh, yeah, we're going to explain what 50, this is. 50,000 men clashing. Snapping towels. <laughs> Just get on with it. Yeah. Alan's yeah. playing uh, Imperial Knights yes. versus a friend of his. Actually, and his dad. <laughs> and his friend dad. His dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's nice to have everyone of all ages. Also, it turns out they're not... I thought they are bringing a combined How old list. is the friend now? <laughs> yeah, to clarify for those at home. Friend is in his twenties. Yeah, you're not just like friends with a four-year-old or something. You know the friend. I know, I know. But yeah, I'm, but we're I'm, clarifying for those. Yeah, I'm bringing everyone else in. There we go. So it turns out I thought there was going to be a mixed list, uh, but no, they've got two lists. It turns out. So I'll be playing one game against one game against his dad, which will be interesting. All right, the spectator sport. Now I don't know about the father, but well, I, do I do know, know about, about the son. son. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you stay over there, yeah. young man. So, yeah. And this friend of his, yeah, has never played 40k properly. Like no, maybe he's, he's, several he's a years ago. Hobbyist, isn't he? Absolutely loves like making and painting, etc. He's done all of that stuff, but he has not played a game possibly ever. Definitely not in like the past five years. Yeah, 
I mean, I've been in this hobby 12 years, and I think his painting puts mine to shame. It's gorgeous. I saw, I saw a picture of it last night, and it was like, oh, it needs a bit of work. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, one of these like people where you're like, oh, I just you know, I threw some paint well, on the model. He, it's like genuine... that is a fucking bit yeah. of nice. It's not all the people who's there looking for compliments. They genuinely believe it. It's like, oh no, that fuck is just shitty. You know, lighting on my phone. It's terrible. It, <laughs> it looked like God swept it with his butt cheek. Pretty much. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you have a point to make? Yeah? Yes, I do. Now Alan's bringing makes, Imperial Knights. Change for us. <laughs> Imperial Knight versus a new player. Like, I'm not even saying off the boat new. I'm saying green as grass. <laughs> green as grass. <laughs> young as a snake. New to the game. Yeah. And uh, the problem we're facing. Mm, we're trying to find a way of... Because um, I, have, I, have I have my three knights, etc. And we're trying to find a way to pick the house, knight house which will have the least impact. Because knights seem to have... They're basically, they're an army which have set a threshold of... Can you kill a knight a turn? If not, you're probably going to lose. Very simply, because the amount of damage a knight will put out... Well, knights will put out is just horrendous. Knights do put but out. If you haven't... Oh, they do. If you haven't got an army which is capable of killing knights, and hasn't been tooled to do so, you're probably going to get shafted by them. Now, this beautifully brings back to my argument about the knights, in that the knights are awesome. Everyone's in agreement. Knights are awesome. Yeah. The models are beautiful, sensational. I yeah. don't even collect a knight army. I do have Admech, but I never use my knights. I do own knights. Forgewild knights. Because they're beautiful. They, yeah. Absolutely beautiful. But GW has made them way too strong. And the problem we're facing here... I, it, it's a weird spot of they're not too strong competitively. It's just in the... Yeah, if, if, if you tool against them, if you know you're going them, against knights, you can beat them. Yeah, okay, knights are... They're literally just a rock, paper, scissors army in that... If you've tooled for them, the knights can never win. Like, I came up with a few lists earlier for different armies, etc., which, if you played them against knights, the knight, on average, is pretty much never going to win. There are some armies where it's a definite loss, though. Such as Death Guard. Yeah. Death Guard, I, there's, I don't think there's a Death Guard list you could build that could kill knights. I mean, well... If you're talking strictly Death Guard, not bringing in detachments of other armies. And demons and stuff and like demons, that. Yeah. I mean, maybe with Mortarion, if you've got, like, a turn one charge on a knight... Maybe. Through Jankery... Jankery. I mean, then you might get in a significant position. But yeah. anyway, yeah. It's... Knights are so strong. And Alan's doing this game to introduce the friend. So it doesn't really matter who wins because no. it's meant to be an introductory game. Also, the reason why I'm bringing my knights is they're my most like up and running currently. Because I have quite a few necros, but he wants to basically do like a fairly large game. So like, yeah. well, the only thing which I have which has sufficient amount of points yeah. is the knights. It's the knights. I've warned him. He says, oh, it's fine. Okay. I don't okay. think he's... He knows what he's I don't think he but, does. My problem here is that if you're trying to introduce a player, it's quite fun when they feel like they can do something. Yeah. Whereas I, against knights, a lot of your army is flaccid. I think the easiest way to do this is just let them have a go with the knights afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a nice way of using it so that you, you have your knights and you eat the cake. Yeah, pretty much. So, after that brief bit of you once again lampooning knights, because... Well, I'm not lampooning knights, but GW did make them too strong for pickup games. For pickup, for pickup games. games. Yeah, I think it's just if essentially the weird thing is if you make them toughness seven, I don't know how much it would change because they're never going to be the most competitive out there. Because if you tool for them, they're just done. There's no way they can win. Yeah, and toughness seven, toughness eight divide means a lot more can wound them. But, but it's a potential change. Either way, either way. Are you done with your arguing over GW overregging them for 
softcore games now. Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> can, I can we finally get to discussing units? Oh, no. Hold on. No, very, uh, very, very quickly. Uh, very, very uh, quickly. Okay, very we quickly. tried to make the knights as soft as possible for this game tomorrow. And yeah. I don't know, you might just get rinsed. You There's might be hosed be down against a Look, wall. He has blood angels, which I believe are the one who have plus one to wound. So all of a sudden it's, well, maybe actually, he could do it. There is, there is yeah, potential. There's, if yeah. you get beaten, I will laugh. And possibly <laughs> burn your items. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean the models. <laughs> well, if you laugh, well, if I lose and you laugh, I'll just play your death card. Yeah, then I'll be in tears. <laughs> then you'll be in tears. In fact, you could play any of my armies. <laughs> None of them true. can beat knights. Yeah, yeah, but like one thousand, about two thousand points worth of orcs. Half of which is a stomper. <laughs> yeah, stomper, a thousand points of tears. <laughs> it gets one point for the amount of times I think of it in my dreams of what it could be, <laughs> and the dark reality smashes me in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someday that game will happen. Okay, so the Armager Halverin. To find that's the, our first unit. That's our, our fir- okay. The Knight Codex has three models essentially. Yes. The Armager is the first of those models. Yes, there's two models, but just roll with it. There's like three. it's different guns. It's different yeah. guns on the yeah. same body. Yeah. That's all of them. So the Halverin. Halverin has degrading profile, so it has uh, when it has. Oh, sorry, seven to twelve plus remaining. That confused the shit out of me. <laughs> seven to twelve plus wounds remaining. Has fourteen inch move, three plus BS, uh, three plus WS, four to six wounds, ten movement, four plus four plus, um, one to three wounds, seven inch move, five plus five plus. Strength six, toughness seven, wounds twelve, attacks four, leadership eight, save three plus. Not a bad stat line. Not bad at all. They're armed with stubbers or melt. Sorry, heavy stubbers or melt guns. Heavy stubber being uh, thirty-six inch range. Heavy three, strength four, AP nothing, damage one. Melter gun being a melter gun, but I shall clarify anyway. Yeah. Range twelve, assault one, strength eight, uh, AP minus four, D six damage within half range. You roll two D six for damage and then pick the highest. And now we've covered a tenth of all night weapons just with the melter gun. I think we may have actually. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the Armager auto cannon, which is sixty inch range, heavy two D three. Strength 7, AP minus 1, damage flat 3, ignore penalty to hit rolls for moving and firing this heavy weapon. They have two of them, and then one of the other two. By the way, that weapon is absolutely fierce. It's really good. Damage 3 blew my tiny mind. Yeah, and with an average of 8 shots per Helverin. Yeah, I mean, it, it's scary. It, it is definitely scary. Yeah, it, it's a light vehicle. Wait, popper. is it 3d3 shots or 2d3? 2d3. 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 Okay, shots, okay. That'd be bonkers. Yeah, I misheard that. I was like, wow, that's quite good. Yeah, so they have a 5 plus invun against ranged weapons because they have the iron uh, shield. It explodes on a roll of a 6, causing uh, D3 mortal wounds to each unit within 6. And vehicle squadron. So if you have more than one, you can have 1 to 3 in a unit, deploy them at the start of the game together, then after that they can fuck off and do their own things. They count as separate units from that point onwards. Which is actually crucial when it comes to other items, where buffs like, say, one unit. Yeah. Because you're yeah. no longer or one stratagems. unit. Yeah, stratagems and yeah. stuff like that. Which is interesting because. Sorry. It does help when it comes to the trying to get um, the first turn by deploying quicker, because you can have three of them deployed as one unit, and oh, yeah, that's one thing definitely. deployed. I mean, if there's one thing the knights didn't struggle with, it's securing that plus one to your turn <laughs> yeah, one roll. It, you know? Shockingly enough. You have less than ten models in most armies. Also, the second I lose one model tomorrow, uh, if I ever do, and it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to try to kill this one. I've only got two models left. <laughs> Being tabled. Yeah. You lose 33% of your army. Exactly. Start crumbling. Yeah. Okay, so they have the, the keywords of, you know, Imperium, Imperial Knights, 
lend their allegiance to the household thing. So, what's our take on the Helverin? Well, I'm just going to spoil it now. Yeah. The Helverin is a juicy mama. Yeah. But I think the Helverin's only place is maybe if you take like one or two of them as backfield campers, just for cheap, on the cheap. Yep. Or other armies. Yep. Is smashing. Smashing. When you get two of them in an army, that's nearing the cost of a knight. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, Helverins versus knights. Knights are just better than Helverins. Yeah. Despite the fact that Helverins are great. They are great. The useful Helverin, if you have like two in an army of knights, is if there's objectives way on the outfield, you can't. You don't want to sit a knight on because it'd be a waste. Yeah. You want something to just kill yourself out of Helverin. Now, admittedly, you can just bring a detachment of guard to do that. But. I think competitive games. Yeah, everyone will build uh, a detachment of guard and knights. Like there'll be like three knights yeah. and detachment of guard. Because yeah. command points have gone up the wazoo. They have with chapter approved. They just threw command points at any Tom, Dick, or Harry with his bum out. What? If you don't believe me, go, go no, read chapter I, I, approved. I, no, I, that's, <laughs> that's not what they were. <laughs> we saw a lot of bums out, so we thought we'd throw some command points at them. The easiest solution, really. <laughs> Well, they keep staring at them or throw some command points. Once you see, once see another man's poop hole winking, they only want me to stop it. Send command points at him. The yeah, only currency you can afford if you if you play Warhammer. <laughs> That's come on points. Look, they're fun coupons. <laughs> For the low low cost of all your savings. Yeah. Well, how do I get more command points? Easy. With money. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Any man can pay £20 or 500 US dollars <laughs> to gain one command point. How ridiculous. Imagine the top table like tournaments. It'd be like somebody would splash 20 grand on a game. No, they wouldn't because you can't spend that many command points. There's, there'll be an upper limit on how many you can spend because there's the limitation of how many stratagems you can use. Yeah, but you could use all of them. Phase. Yes. <laughs> Every turn, you all could, of them. But there's an upper limit. Okay, so there's going to be like 13. Right, you could use yeah. feasibly <laughs> every time. Okay, look, no, this. Okay, armages. Yeah. Shall we discuss the warglaive? Then we'll discuss the law. I would love to. The warglaive is exactly the same as the helverin, except Great. it hasn't got the gun. Zzz. Zzz. Instead of the armager autocannon, it has a thermal spear, thirty-inch range, assault D three, strength eight, AP minus four, D six damage, within half range, two D six the damage, pick the highest. It's basically like. A melter gun. It is a lot like a melter gun, albeit slightly larger. Oh. You then have the Reaper Chain Cleaver, which has been buffed since its appearance in Forgebane. Forgebane. Okay, so it has um, Strike and Sweep. In Forgebane, it had only one profile, which was the Strike profile, where it's the. Uh, basically, it's times two strength, so it would be hitting at uh, strength. In melee. In melee. Mala. AP minus three, damage three. Which left it in a really weird spot of what the fuck do you use this for? What's it going to hunt? Like, light vehicles, maybe? Like... A T-Rex. <laughs> Male! Bull! <laughs> but knights do that better. The Pompadour. <laughs> Whereas now it has the... <laughs> Elvis! It now has the sweep. <laughs> Sorry for all that gibberish. That's Jurassic Park 2. That, that's, that's the Lost quote, World? That was, yes, that was, quote, that was actual quotations. They were not yeah. that far gone. Like, to be fair, considering how this is gone, I would not be surprised. Anyway, sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Sweep the sweeps. <laughs> that is Ross Noble. <laughs> Sweep the sweep. Uh, strength user. Um, AP minus two, damage one. Make two hits for each attack made with this weapon instead of one. Which suddenly means you have eight attacks versus infantry. 
Like this suddenly made the armature warglaive a lot better at mopping up um, screening units. Yeah. Not that knights had a problem with them anyway, but hey, the armature's well, warglaive's now kind of useful. I'd say the armature weirdly. Well, I, I don't know. There's there's arguments for both Helverin and Armager Warglaive. They're both Armagers. They're both Armagers. <laughs> or Armagers. Or Armagers if you uh, mispronounce it. I'd, I've never seen an official announcement, but I would well, I'd be willing same, to say they're Armagers. They're the same people who call the Conflagration Cannon the Conflagration Cannon. which Conflagration. Which, if you look at the spelling, or shows you you're wrong. Artificer or Artificer. Oh god, no, I need, <laughs> I need to think of it. It's Artificer. Artificer. It's not Artificer. As in, like, artificer. Artisan. Yeah, it's Art... No, like, no, look, yeah, it's Artificer. Yeah, no, Artificer. No. Or, what's the other one? <laughs> look, there's... Artificer. Artificer, yeah. what the fuck is that about? There's there's a lot of... There's a lot of hurt. And yeah, also, with, with people calling them Lemon Russes. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Lemon <laughs> that, Russes. Okay, that, that's kind of wonderful, it, though. It's funny, yeah, but they mean it genuinely. Well, as much as we laugh at this, I'm a person who used to call Zeech's in Eck, so, you know. We're dyslexic as fuck. Like, <laughs> honestly, some of the stuff, it's like, that's corn? Hang on. I've been calling him Jiljabub. <laughs> okay, we were just trying to correct, correct people in the pronunciation, you're now arguing that we're dyslexic as fuck. <laughs> we definitely are, though. It's <laughs> not helping the case. Okay, believe us. We're dyslexic as fuck, but it's definitely Zanak. <laughs> the ones which we are, cla- we are saying for fact are for fact. Yeah. Then there's other stuff we'll go, that could go either way. Lemon Russ is not one of them. Also, Fabius. Fabius Bile. Fabulous Bile. Fabulous Bile. We used to call him Fabus. Yes, we did. Because we thought it was just US. Yeah. Dyslexic as fuck. <laughs> I'm collecting the cow space marines. That's Come on, children. Into <laughs> the van. I have For questions. a day trip. For a day trip. Can we get back to discussing the night? We have signatures. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, we were discussing the armages. Images. Okay. <laughs> yes. The warglaives. Yeah, yeah I, I like I like the warglaives for sweeping up small units. Yeah. Because if you're not, if you have like a crusader, say, crusader yeah. knight, uh, and you want to assault unit X, yeah. but there's a screening unit Y, yeah. you don't want to use either of your arm guns, yeah. and then you have to rely on a heavy stubber clearing them off. Yeah. So the armager with sweep attacks... Is just pretty darn nice versus that. Pays no attention to how the fight phase or shooting phase work and charge phase work in relation to each other. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. If you were saying the Helverin shooting, no, 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 unless no. Mean the Helverin's already in close no. combat. No, it's, because no, you, you declare, must... declare the. Wait, how did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, Do you first of all, to oh. apologise to the audience at home, yeah. it's been a hell of a long day. Second of all, what you're saying is is that at night, if you wanted to charge a unit, yeah. <laughs> but couldn't shoot at the unit in the way, then no, I'm saying, I'm saying that you don't could wanna... charge it, yeah. kill it, and then the other one. Could... No, that's not how the charge phase works. Yeah, it's declarative charges. Isn't yes, it? that's where the Helverin. Top monkeys. Helverin. <laughs> yeah. Helverin shooting. Yes, unless they're screening you with a tank, in which case the warglaive. In which case the warglaive. Yeah, with this multi melter. I think the Helverin would be great fun just for the shock value of wait that gun's damage three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely sexy, I, especially in the scenario where you do have like far-flung objectives. The Helverin is great because in many night- entire armies toughness six is set like it's exactly. gorgeous. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, with the, with the Helverin, yeah, 
Because of its range. Yeah. Knights mostly want to be within 24 and like 36. I think with knights, you. Okay, generally speaking, with knights, you just want to be in close combat. Because you walk in, you charge, you fall back, you shoot, you charge again. You're always going to be within 12 of your enemy, basically, if you're to maximise damage. So the Helverin is a great option just to sit back and camp a thing and shoot at stuff while camping. Because it's got a 60 inch range, which is huge. That is ridiculous. I mean, they're not terrible versus vehicles, but AB minus one is a bit of like a. A strange position, because anything with a decent save, such mm. as vehicles, mm. which you want damage 3 to affect, they have nice yeah. armor saves. Like, I, most have 3+. Yeah, it's weird that has... I think it's... I, I don't know why it's there. It's just in case it does hit something and does get through the armor, they go, how the fuck did I do much damage? I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, the body itself. Body. Typical knight. Body. Body. It's hot. When you say knight body, you mean armored body. What are you on? No, I mean, tip, typical of knights. Yes. They're tough. They yes. are tough. Yes, like, they're not easy to kill. You can't no. sneeze a fart at them and trip on your wallet. <laughs> you when have you, to when kill them. sneeze a fart. It does happen. It does happen. <laughs> Sorry, are when you saying you... that you sneeze and trigger a fart? Yeah. <laughs> when you're saying it sounds like you're sneezing at a fart, which is really concerning. That's a medical anomaly. And would be awful. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would be hell in You would have to live in that. You would have to live in it. You could leave. <laughs> You'd have to live in it. <laughs> Right, so if we just imagine hay fever season. <laughs> <laughs> be awful. So okay, the the law, the law on these is actually really, really good. Is what it? it is? Yeah, I really like it. Like, um, when it comes to the stuff they've created for the Knight Codex, they've done a great job because there's been a lot of cases in more recent codices where they have older units where they've dropped some of the rules. Yeah, and just gone. Eh, we won't, we won't change the fluff to reflect that doesn't happen now. Necron Codex. Necron Codex. We're spying at you. Yeah. We love you, Codex, but the writers didn't love you. Yeah. So, but... Th- I think we should do the next Necron Codex. I think we should do the next few codices. I think we should do the next... I def- I would be up for writing the Death Guard Codex. I would do it fucking justice. Yeah. And I'd... I almost <laughs> said... I almost said R-A-P-E. <laughs> the Ultramarines. I wouldn't do that. I'd just uh, write them out of the law. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... The Ultra like, who? Robert Gellerman's a... Gay-lemon. <laughs> that, Gay-lemon. That's our weekly jab at him done. Okay, so when it comes to stuff they've created for their own units, they actually do a fantastic job. So the armages, what they would be is the very... Okay, so knightly houses are all basically the nobles to be running the uh, basically medieval society, or feudal society. Yeah, feudal, feudal society. And the armages would be piloted by the very unimportant nobles, um, or people who've... Even mentioned that in the case of some absolute heroes. Like if a, if a member of the peasantry manage to do something like super heroic and save their town or city or whatever and great person to people you get the feeling that with some writers they'd go and they'd make him a knight and he'd be perfect and awesome with this they go no he becomes an armature that and is it, nice it's one of the few times they go yeah the setting is still quite shitty like it doesn't care how good you are the nobles aren't going to give a shit about you they'll they'll give you the roles of an armature maybe have to respect and maybe to say a thank you they're not going to make you one of them hell no well hell interestingly though Oh, nice. But aren't, aren't the armages like a class below the knight uh, general chassis? I don't know what it's called. What's it called? I don't know what you're going for. What, what are you? No, is for? it? Is it like if you're an armager pilot? Yeah. Aren't you in training to become a, a big knight pilot? Some are. Okay, because I'm going to say are. like, does it specify that these like peasant heroes can't become? Okay, maybe they can, but most armagers are less important. That's why there's more armagers than knights. Some are, some are used as a form for training, um, but it's also because the armatures have a neural override in them. 
So basically, you'll have a commanding knight, etc. And rather than giving the orders to the armagist to say, okay, go here, go, go do that, they will just think it, and the people piloting the armagist will have the overwhelming urge to go there and do that. Which is awesome. So they've gone, yeah, in this setting about, you know, being grimdark, they literally mind control these people. Which does drive some of them insane. Like, some people yeah. just can't deal with that, and they will try and go right. That's why you have, like, free um, Lancer Hellfriends. Also, I. Uh, free Blade Hellfriends. Like, I've wondered about the situation of what happens um, if you're, you know, uh, Armager, etc., which has been mentally bound to these people. What happens when one of the knights dies? Well, by the fact that they have an, an Armager. That's just an interesting scenario that's been brought up by the law they've brought in here. Yeah, I, I think I, there's, there's a lot of room for cool stuff to happen yeah, as well. Like, there they, is an awful lot of cool room. It's really good. Because I like it how they don't say that if the knight dies, like, they die. Yeah. Like a weird, like, yeah. neural link. Yeah. It's also, they have one of the... Oh, I've seen two in eighth. Two examples of the tiny little short story about an unimportant thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everything else... Beautiful. Yeah, they used to They're have them beautiful. all over the place, and they were great. And they have one for these, where they basically, it's just from the perspective of some Helverins getting into a flanking position, reporting to the commanding knight, oh, in position's like... And which went... They then get the order. They're told. They feel compelled. They just feel compelled to open fire. Because they just they have their own thoughts and wills overridden by the knights. It's purpose that drives them. They're not doing that, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, so they're, they're cool as balls. Yep. I like the model. Yep. Uh, again, A, not super competitive. No. Blah, 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 blah. no. We don't give a shit about that. If you want to have... give some shits. I give a tiny bit of shit. If I did a shit... A little bit of that would go to... Five <laughs> percent of your shit will go to support armages yeah. represented in current 40k. There you go. Um, 95% be male to reboot Gilliman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a huge amount of synergy between the armages and the knights. No. Simply because well, the knights just do what the armages do better. Yeah. Like, the kicking feet, the high heel tippy-tappy attacks yeah. of the knight... Uh, just better than the armages close yeah. combat. Like the maybe with a preceptor and enough armages. Yeah, even but, so. But I think that the number of enough armages to try and make it. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> I burped <laughs> inaudibly, <laughs> but it then ruined my voice. <laughs> you became a shriveled old man. <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> oh damn it. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah you, you need like six armages. You need, I, I think, like six to, get six to nine. Don't laugh. <laughs> to get the value, <laughs> and that's a shit ton of armages, which is going to get ruined if they kill the preceptor. However, cool as fuck. Cool as fuck. Yeah. Like, imagine a preceptor. Like, I want a preceptor. Like, I really do. I want you to have a preceptor. I'm not going to buy it for you, but I will look at it <laughs> from <laughs> is, time is to it time. Because it's a less competitive form of knights. I think it's a fun way of playing knights. It is, I yeah. think it's really quite cool. Because it also then means that you no longer have just, say, three or four pillars of death that move and do their own thing. It's, okay, some of them are reliant upon positioning around this one. Yeah. And you go, okay, maybe you want the Helverin standing behind him, maybe some more gloves in front of him, etc. Again with knights. Yep. I feel like knights, from a strategic point of view... Yep. Strategoric. Kni- strategoric. <laughs> As Reboot would say. <laughs> strategoric! <laughs> No, we're not, we're he's not made of gibberish. <laughs> he's made of gibberish. Yeah, from a strategic point of view, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like, yep, positioning your knights right, yep, shooting at the right targets, yep. that's great. Yep. However, I think that knights are just so strong that just by shooting and assaulting anything in front of you, 
is just a I, good move. I think it's harder to cock up knights than other armies. Sim- simply because they're so damaging. Yeah. Like, if you assault something, you have so much damage behind you yeah. that it's it, even really... Even like the Dominus class, even the Castellan, I'd argue, should get into assault with most armies. Yeah. And with yeah. that, I'm going to recommend we go to the Dominus class knights. Dominus first. Yes, because the the classic knight chassis... Has a lot. Has a shit ton of variations. Oh, I know which... what we're going for as well. The Thunderbeam. Thunderfin. Thunderfin. We've referenced it a couple of times. We have referenced it a couple of times. What is its actual name? It's the, the Thundercock. Thundercoil Harpoon. <laughs> I called it the Thundercock last time. <laughs> you did as well. <laughs> so the Dominus class knights are the next edition. Actually, no. In the co- we mentioned there's four models. Three of them are new. Yes. There's the there's Preceptor. Preceptor. The, the Preceptor is... A, Okay, first, of all, that? first of all, the Preceptor's not even out yet. Second of all... That is upsetting. Why the fuck is the Preceptor know, really not out? One. It's, it's, a, it's a deviation of the standard knight chassis. It's essentially the same. It's the, it's the Questorus-class knight chassis. That's so, it. You got it. Yeah. Well done. As is, we'll cover the Dominus, and then we'll get to the final edition they made. But we'll, we'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. So, the Dominus. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. I remember that. That we're, is no, my favourite unit of eight. <laughs> we're, I'm going to field an army of it, and you're going to... Okay, don't leave... I'm not going to... Yeah, yeah. No, okay, no, we'll no. get that. Okay, no, so, no. Knight Valiant. As we've mentioned, this is also one which uh, everyone got super excited about. Hold on. Do you mind if we shake things up? I want to know the lore of the Valiant first, because we've all seen the model. That's true. We all know. We all know what it does. We know, all know that it's got Tracy Island on top of it. Yep. With silly missiles. The missiles are a little bit silly. The missiles make it look like a toy to me. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say. Not that it. Warhammer is. Anyway. It's about toys. No, yeah. Like it's but, not at all about me, my small army of figures, <laughs> and the fun I have with them and my imagination. Damn it! <laughs> They're not toys. It's a serious hobby. <laughs> They're miniatures. <laughs> not toys. It's a simulation. <laughs> Forty-first millennial, using the fantasy power of the human mind. Charles, please get out. <laughs> Scaring other passengers. <laughs> this is a plane. Anyway, yeah. Okay, th- now, the law for the Castellan and the Valiant. It isn't bad. Okay, give me the Valiant first, because that's what we're on. The problem is that they overlap wildly. Okay. Because the vast majority of the law entries for both is the basically chassis. no, yeah, most of it for both is going. And the gun it fires and kills them. Okay, it's bolt upon. Yeah, this is which is hold on. That's the worst law entries in any edition of the books. Is always when they just describe what it does. Yeah, whereas we want to know a bit of the history, like or you know something interesting, right? Like with the armages. Okay, but I'm just going to discuss the both of them. Okay. Now, that isn't great. It's also, I wouldn't say it isn't bad law, because there's some law which is offensively bad. Yeah. As is. That's just boring. The bit they do get right, they say, okay, the Dominus class knights are the ones that would be used by the highest-ranking noble. Be that king, emperor, whatever. Probably not emperor anymore. That would, probably <laughs> that would be heresy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, the person in charge of the planet. The highest, uh, high up. Um, emperor Ken. The big muffin. The big muffin. The yeah. big mamu. Big mamu. Because it is the biggest, stompiest knight, essentially. Also, well, okay, it makes sense for the Castellan, in yep. my mind, because the Castellan is the uh, variant which has big guns. The most dacker. Typically would be the furthest behind. Yep. Because it has guns, dacker, shoots yep. everywhere. And I can see that in a commanding position on the battlefield. Yep. Uh, and also you're quite safe and dry. 
yep. commanders enjoy that. Yep. However, the Valiant is a bit more suicidal. You say that, but this is 40,000. You oh, have to remember. Sorry. 40,000 is a setting which can accommodate the sitting back in the back lines Castellan version of leading, and also the charge in, get stuck in with That's the lads. That's true. That's true. Leading. I mean, on paper, I should prefer the Valiant, but I'll let you know why I yeah. don't. Okay, so the Valiant. Um, it has. But it's in its top bracket of 15 to 28 wounds. It moves 10 inches a turn. WS4 plus BS3 plus. So it's slightly slower than the regular knight. It is slightly, slightly worse at close combat. Slightly, uh, slightly worse at close combat. It also has four more wounds. 8 to 14 wounds, movement 7 inches, WS5 plus, BS4 plus. 1 to 7 wounds, movement 4 inches, uh, WS6 plus, BS5 plus. Strength 8, toughness 8. Uh, 28 wounds as discussed. Four attacks in close combat, same as regular knights, so they're still beasts in close combat because of how Titanic Feet works, we'll get there. Yeah. Leadership 9, save 3 plus, with a 5 plus in run. They are equipped with. Thundercoil. Thunderpeen. Thunderpeen. The Thunderpeen. The Conflagration Cannon, which is pronounced that. Conflagration, not conflagration. It's not. It's or not. conjuration. Have you seen that? I have seen conjuration. That's impressive. Yeah. I've seen Conjuration and... <laughs> got beat him with that dyslexia stick. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Congregation as well, the Congregation I can cannon. kind of get that. I can see Congregation cannon, yeah. but it needs to be like a massive flamethrower on tracks with like a holy retinue. <laughs> Sisters of Battle would have it. Yeah, definitely. That's that's who I saw. I was like, Sisters of Battle would have okay, it. Okay, Night Valiant cannon. leading Sisters of Battle would be awesome. That would be sexy as hell. It would be. Because it's a giant flamethrower for anyone that yeah. is left in the mist. Twin Siege Breaker Cannon, uh, Twin Melter Guns, and Four Shield Breaker Missiles to Tank Feet. Yeah, Shieldbreaker Missile, again. We'll cover that right now. Sounds we'll like a child. right now. It does sound like a child. Named it. Yeah. No, I mean, Hunter-Killer hunter Missile. You say, you say it sounds like a child. Ah, yes, my young baby. Shieldbreaker Missile. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I am naming my firstborn Shieldbreaker Missile. <laughs> That's great. But... I think you'd probably refer to a part of your anatomy after getting a woman <laughs> pregnant as the shield-breaker missile. Uh, you know, gentlemen. Okay, there's, there's multiple jokes to make there, which I'm going to avoid, for the yeah. sake of decency. Yeah. We're not that sort of smutty, pornographic Warhammer channel that we used to be. <laughs> All two episodes ago. <laughs> Join us for okay. the After Hours show for that. No. 50p an hour. <laughs> shield-breaker missile. 48-inch range, heavy one. Strength 10, AP minus 4, D6 damage. Each missile can only be fired once per battle. It can only fire one each turn. Now, you can either have two of the twin siege breaker cannons, or you have two of them and two missiles, or one of them and four missiles. And, okay, there's a stratagem as well, which means the shield breaker missile... Um, okay, shield breaker missile, also no invun saves against it. Yep. And there's a stratagem that lets you target characters, which everyone went, oh my god, it's broken. It lets, you, it lets you target anything, doesn't it? On the yeah. battlefield, including characters. Yes, within range. Within range. And everyone said it was broken, and it's really not. If you look at the math, the average wound's going to be like two. Yeah. There will, there will be that time where it just insta-gives your commander. There's a time where it will insta-give a commander, but it's... Which is awful for you. If you're the receiving end. If you're on the receiving end. If you're the other guy, it's very funny. It, it's hilariously <laughs> funny. Even if it happened to me, I think I'd find it funny, because it's so unlikely to it happen. It is very unlikely. And it's so costly. Like Knights, knights are, it, command point, incredibly greedy. Yeah, it costs they don't want to be. They don't want to be dominating those. Anyway, out. so people got very hyped about these. I think they're not that important. And to be honest, you should go maximize the amount of cannons you have. Speaking of the cannons, hold on. 
Not speaking of the cannons. Continue. Not speaking of the cannons for a second. Yep. I don't think the missiles are bad, but you should just use them as like a one-shot against a vehicle. Like yeah. a hunter-killer yeah. missile. Yeah. Pretty much. Just use it like that. Yeah. Okay, so siege break, twin siege breaker cannon. You should have two of these. They are 48-inch range, heavy 2d3 shots, strength 7, uh, A minus 1, d3 damage. Like, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain that? Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's funny enough. I don't okay. think it's funny enough at all. Okay, very, very quickly. It made me laugh. <laughs> Uh, as we're recording this, we have like a computer monitor with uh, like the uh, audio going along. It's on Audacity, and basically there's one track, and then we paused it and started recording again. And now for some reason it's jumped like three down, which isn't funny at all. <laughs> no, but it just maybe I tried to explain. I tried to warn you all. Okay, it's the Twin Siege Breaker Cannon. They're not great. They're. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> oh, it's got me. <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the shin. <laughs> I can't look at the screen. <laughs> can we it's been a long day. Can we discuss the Twin Siege Breaker cannon? <laughs> you yeah, have two of them on. if you're doing this properly. They are not very good. Like, they're just the an breakers. additional weapon. Yeah. They're not very good. I like them. Okay, so they're an average of four shots of strength, seven, damage, D3, AP minus one. Yeah. So that's not bad. I suppose it's eight not shots bad. overall. Like yeah. it's a slightly shitter version of the armature gun. They they also should have been called thud guns because they look way more like thud guns to me. They do. They look like tiny little potatoes with legs. Yeah. <laughs> On to the next weapon. Yeah. Um, we have twin melter guns. They are they're a melter gun, um, but they fire twice, and there's two of them, so it's four melter guns. You can tell this by looking at the front of the model where it's four melter guns poking out of it. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. Yep. Um, it has. I'm skirting around the. Uh, primary weaponry here. Let's go to the Titanic feet. The point of contention. Good God. So they're, you know, melee weapon, strength user, AP minus two, D3 damage, that's not bad. Make three hit rolls for each attack made with this weapon. So it means that the knights have 12 attacks in close combat, hitting on threes, strength eight, AP minus one, damage D3. AP yes. minus two, sorry. Yeah, AP minus two. Yeah. So they're quite deadly in close combat. Titanic feet are the thing that really breaks knights for me. I think without Titanic feet, they would have that weakness of close combat. Say, for example, the Crusader. Say, for example, the Castellan. Mm -hmm. Or even the uh, Valiant, being relevant here. They don't have a close combat weapon. They don't have a dedicated close combat weapon. The Valiant essentially does. (laughs) Well, yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. Okay, but the things like um, the Castellan and the Crusader. Whereas... In other lists, when you take a DACA-focused yeah. model, generally make a sacrifice when it comes to its close combat damage potential. For example, the the equivalent here is if you bought a Space Marine Rhino, and in close combat it was equipped with an eight-shot Thunder Hammer. Just looking at DAC effects. The difference between a DAC effects and a Screamer Killer. One has guns, one has... A screamer Killer? Yeah, it's a, it's a breed of kind of effects. It actually has its own data sheet. Oh, bloody hell, you've it, gone specific here. I have, it's got you four... You zoological bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, 40k, what is he on about? Okay, so it has... Talking about tickle me fairies. Screamer Killer has four scything talents. <laughs> and it's close combat focused. The other one has more guns, basically. Yeah. it's not. I know what a deck effects was. I think you start babbling on about them. Random stuff. Not even related to knights. That's what, what I'm, I'm, say- I'm saying about. Is, <laughs> what I'm saying is that there's a clear difference between the two. It's one model. Yeah, exactly. One is focused Purpose. guns. And it's, yeah, it loses effectiveness in close combat and vice versa. Yeah. Whereas with knights, even the paladin... 
Crusader. I would argue, unless you're going up against like an extremely dedicated close combat army, even most of them, charge forward with your Crusader, march yeah. that in and kick things to death, because you just walk in, charge, kick them to death, walk back out of combat, shoot everything, kick them to death again. Yeah. You just cycle through that. Like a 10-man infantry unit, you can expect to kill... You can kick to death most things with strength 8 12 you attacks. You can, you definitely can. <laughs> not much. You can kick the shit out of Ortakin with that. You probably can, and that's yeah. very sad. Because yeah, he's, he's not toughness 8, he's yeah, toughness he's, 7. Yeah, he shouldn't be toughness 8. I will grind that scythe like anything. He'll also be very upset about more <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's get on to the, the meat of this. We were just on the two veg. <laughs> we were just on the two veg. So, do you want to cover the cannon or the thunderboon first? I want to do the Thunderpoon first because yeah. it will make me cry less. It's also the one which everyone was hyped for, which was yeah, when, not everyone, but a lot of people were extremely hyped because it's the biggest, strongest they, gun ever. Yeah, they, they leaked the profile of this thing yep. and everyone was like, whoa, that's crazy. That's going to like, they're all Keanu Reeves and they're all going to like do shit with it. Anyway, the, I, the I forgot where I was going. Dam- <laughs> the Castellan's gun is a higher damage output, but nobody noticed. Yeah. Basically because the Thundercoil Harpoon Launcher, 12 inch range. Red light. Massive red light. Red flag. Heavy one. Doesn't matter. Nice ignore heavy. Strength 16. That's like the highest strength in the game. It's not. Magnus can hit Strength 20. So can a stomper. So can a stomper. Damn right. AP minus 6. That means no armor saves. Damage 10. That's bigger than other numbers. (laughs) Definitely is. (laughs) (laughs) We checked. (laughs) Science has proved. You can re-roll failed hit rolls when targeting vehicle or monster units with this weapon. In addition, if this inflicts any damage, the, unit, the target unit suffers an additional ta- D3 mortal wounds. So, a 3 plus re rollable, which is what this thing shooting is versus vehicles and monsters, is better than a 2 plus. Okay. Numbers say. Numbers say. Yeah. But. Yeah. Hold. There's the range problem here. And because you only have a 10 inch move, you're never getting a turn one shot off unless they've advanced forwards. Like if you have the first turn, you're never firing for turn one with a thunder coil. It's never hitting anything. Yeah, twenty two inches apart. I think some unless some deployments raven. do allow you to go unless close you go to raven. Two. Or you go raven. Yeah. Yeah. As is. There's that massive problem in place. And the enemy, if they know what they're doing, will put their, you know, bigger stuff the the stuff which will be targeted by the thunder coil, they'll put further back and maybe move yeah. now and again, which is gonna be a big problem for you. Like I've seen games where the thunder coil isn't used till the third, fourth turn. Yeah. Which is a huge portion of your knight's firepower not being used. Now, I know I'm going to upset a lot of people here, yeah. but I kind of think the Thundercoil is redundant. I yeah. don't think it's what you're looking for at all on this knight. You do not take I, this knight looking at the Thundercoil. Ignore that. It's hilarious when it happens. Think of it as a nice bonus. It really is. Everyone thought it was like, it's the biggest, bestest thing because it's damage 10. Yeah, but the average damage of it is going to be near, uh, like... Less. Okay. So, <laughs> Certainly yeah. less. Uh, say your target has a 4 plus invun, which, because everything does nowadays, its damage is on average 5. That's ignoring your to hit and to wound rolls. Yeah. Which, but it does, it does that, do more That wound wounds. roll is going to be a 2 plus, don't get me wrong. That's going to yeah. happen. But Unless it's against Scabathrax. Let's get Scabathrax. Or Scabathrax. As is, it, it's just. It's meh. It's meh. But yeah. if you replace Thunder Coil. With Thunderpoon. The entire thing. And say it with a Scottish accent. The entire it's thing, gravy it town. It is called the Thunderpoon. 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 The Thunderpoon. Okay. Now, the real reason why you take this knight. Actually, before you take that real reason. Right. Let's talk about the Thundercoil. Again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a harpoon launcher. Yes. 
It looks proper weird. <laughs> it looks proper weird, because it's also like... It's like a giant steel Christmas tree on an arm. <laughs> it, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it, it does. does sound amazing. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, that's the best description I could yeah. have given it. But it looks kind of weird. But it, it's meant to hit its target and then strike with lightning electricity it has, it has as well. It has a chain. It has a chain. It's on the model, which doesn't quite look as cool as it should. Basically, yeah. it's meant to fire into things and then they send an electrical burst down this chain into yeah. the target, then recoil, and then bring it back. But I don't think... Look, if something's firing a giant Christmas tree the size of... Bigger than Valhalla. most tanks. A Christmas tree the size of Valhalla's going through your sternum. That's... The electricity does nothing at this point. Yeah, the, the electricity is like a weird afterthought. Yeah. But the other thing... Because that uses one of the fabled plasma cores of the Castellan. Because the Castellan... Knights, knights of plasma... Uh, knights of uh, plasma cores. A plasma core. Dominus which is class. like a, a thermal reactor. Yeah. Dominus class knights have two. Yeah, and that's for each arm. Yeah. Which is weird. So when we get to the next century, but we won't get to just for a second. Okay. Because the Thundercoil is a massive harpoon. It's yeah. a dirty whopper. It's a... Why is that strength 16? Like, in the 41st millennium, we have literal lasers. I, I, I'm going to give Why it a rule is this... of cool. Sure, rule of cool. Which is 40k in its but entirety. It is It is 40k in its entirety, which, but it does, it does upset me. It should have been strength 10, in my opinion. Yeah, but they wanted to give it the biggest numbers. Okay, the other thing is, it definitely took design cues from the Caridon overlords, or whatever the fuck they're called, from oh, Age of oh, Age sorry. of Sigma. Oh, They're like the flying dwarfs, which oh. some of their models look cool, okay. but this harpoon is 100% taken from them, because yep. they have a harpoon which is similar, because they have the same chain design. It's like that weird kind of half-exposed chain, which doesn't look cool. Ah. Well, which is a shame. I mean, I think the weapon on the night works for me. It is doing it for me. Yeah. Like the Castellans, they do it for us. They they pull it. Good. I mean, the Dominus class knights, they do it for us. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the conflagration cannon. This is the reason why you take this knight. Yeah. Which people again, majority of people went. That's ah, quite nice. It's bonkers. This thing makes me angry. It does make me angry. Range eighteen inches. Already fuming. <laughs> Heavy D. Sorry, three D six shots. So you're looking again, at an average of ten point five. As an orc player, I'm used to three D six. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Strength 7. So, you know, not that high a strength for night weaponry. I mean, sufficient. AP sufficient strength. Sufficient, certainly. AP minus 2. That's that's definitely sufficient, because most things have a 5 plus invern. That's worth yeah. shooting. Um, damage 2. So that's a fair bit, you know. Not and bad. It, the weapon automatically hits its target. Now I'm upset. It's a giant fuck-off flamer. 18-inch range. 3d6 auto-hitting shots. Yep. Which means if you assault this thing, <laughs> you are facing... Death. Horrendous Overwatch. Yep. And any, like, ten-man unit of anything, I don't give a shit what <laughs> it is. Like, Terminators and Space Marines, I think they're in the same boat, aren't they? Because they... No, because... Well, well yeah. Term- Terminator gets four plus save versus a... Yeah, they also have two wounds. Well, no, because no, two wounds doesn't, yeah, doesn't matter. Damage too, yeah. You know, so whatever you assault this thing with, you're going to take some big, like... Damage from like yep. not not catastrophic damage, but a shit ton. But a shit ton, and the potential for eighteen, yeah, which is the silly part because you could have Mortarian assault this thing, and Mortarian could die to this thing. The funnier part, a I've seen Mortarian nearly die to this thing, yeah. But b it's they can just step out of combat and use it, they shoot you, and then you you have to charge, and they get to Overwatch you for it. Yeah, like this gun is brilliant. Like it, it is broken. It's broken. It is broken. It, it's and not, I don't. It's not broken. It's extremely good. What makes it broken is the relic. 
which we're going to briefly mention. We don't normally discuss relics and stuff, but we'll mention it for this. Spoiler. Spoiler. For now. <laughs> <laughs> Traitor's Pyre is the upgraded conflagration cannon, which is exactly the same, except you re-roll failed wound rolls. Yeah. Which is crazy on this thing. Which is As crazy. As said, 3+, plus, which is going to be most targets, is in fact, a 3-plus re-rollable is better than a 2-plus. Yeah. It's bonkers. It is absolutely bonkers. And I really hate this weapon, because from, again... Friendly, friendly games. There is no way that you can play a conflagration cannon in a friendly way. <laughs> this, no okay, chance. There's no. To be fair, and coming from assault-oriented armies, yeah, I have to charge through this bullshit. Yeah, like face horrendous amounts of damage just for charging you, just for having the audacity of yep. trying to charge your knight. Then I you will get, be roasted. Yeah. Then I'll be tippy-tapped on You'll be to, death to death if and I then, fail to kill you. Then he'll step back and flame you again. Then overwatch you. Like It's a fucking piece of nightmare. It's horrendously good and awful. Like, yeah. it's, I, I feel like the entire points cost of the Valiant is worth it I if would, you just had the chassis yeah. and just had the conflagration cannon. I would, it's slightly overcosted then. Slightly okay, overcosted, but it's I would, amazing. I would pay for it if it didn't have the harpoon, uh, the Thunderpoon. Yeah, I, I, yeah. If it yeah. didn't have the thund- Thunderpoon, is like just like I said, a, a nice, nice bonus. bonus. Like it might do ten points of damage, and I'll be <laughs> happy with it. But the other thing is flyers or anything oh, like yeah. Eldar or anything with if it's shooting Eldar, that's very funny. It is very funny. Oh, you buff your leaders have minus four head nipple lords. <laughs> Conflagration cannon. Yeah. Okay. The next. Okay. No. Stop. And the other problem with it. Yep. Degrading profile. I have a massive problem with knights and degrading profile. They need to degrade more, in my opinion, just for fun games. Just for the fun of it. Also, you're saying the degrading profile, it does. This gun is not affected by degrading profile. Yeah, it's not affected at all. So the knight's biggest weakness doesn't even matter. Like, do you take Hawk Shroud with this? You don't. Yes, you do. Do you? You categorically do. A, because there's the rest of your army. B, because it's Hawk Shroud. Why the fuck aren't you taking Hawk Shroud? Yeah, but I mean, in isolation. Isolation. And in isolation... Oh, yeah, fuck it. I thought it was these guys. I wasn't yeah. sure... because no, they're the one who have the stratagem, which allows you to overwatch with for another a... nearby unit. Imperium allied unit, you yeah. can overwatch for. So which doesn't even mean other knights. Yeah. You can have a unit of a guardsman Guardsman's... assaulted by a Chaos Lord, and you're like, nah, fuck okay. it, mate. I'm coming for you. To be fair. With my 15-inch pipe. <laughs> it's bigger than 15 inch That thing's enormous. It that is enormous. Bigger than a jump jet Harrier. I'm not even sure how that scales in 40k. Probably not that well. <laughs> Everyone's a lot bigger then. Okay, but going back to the plasma core. Yeah. The, look, this has been a freewheeling discussion, but yeah. that's what it's about, this, though. This, this that's week what the Valiant is about. This week has been off topic. So, as we tend last to be. week was even <laughs> last off week topic. <laughs> so off topic, <laughs> didn't we didn't happen. make it. Yeah. Um, going back to the plasma core discussion, the next Dominus does make use of the plasma cores. But when we try and work out, okay, so why does this knight need two plasma cores? For a big flamethrower. Big flamethrower, which I don't know if you know how flamethrowers work, but it's essentially you have a tiny little lighter at the end of something and a bunch of fire juice which gets sprayed out of a hole and causes flames. Guzzoline. Yeah, it's guzzoline. It's guzzoline. You fire high velocity fluids that are flammable. Guzzoline. Guzzoline. And then the plasma core, it's like, what? Does it what? vent heat or is it like literal slag coming out the end of it? They're looking at like all the weaponry going. You fire a spear at something, this doesn't... Yeah, what does that do? I mean, the lightning kind of makes sense for the a plasma core. I imagine the lightning is the D3 mortal wounds. I don't think you need a plasma core for D3 mortal wounds. It does seem overkill. It, Maybe because it's big heavy. 
Maybe, but I, I just think... Uh, Especially I, because they touted the, the twin plasma cores. Like, if you look to the Warhammer community site, yeah, it was they, like, they've they got two fucking plasma cores. I mean, it's right. great on the model, don't be wrong. It's Look, great it looks great on the model. On the model. Yeah. This model from behind would oh, do. Oh, yeah. Okay, the Dominus. Would do. From behind. Now, ignoring that. The Dominus class knights from behind are awesome. This is a. <laughs> Look. <laughs> you dirty go, bastard. No, go to the website, get a, get a 3D view, get the uh, 360 view. <laughs> 3D view, that'd be quite good. <laughs> get, get out. <laughs> get the 360 views. You look at the front and go, that's quite cool. You see him from behind, you go, that's great. And seeing as you'll be the knight player, you're going to be seeing from behind anyway. I am a misogynist. <laughs> I want to talk about the model later. Let's get through the castell and then we'll talk about the model a little okay. bit. Because I want so, to dance on that. Iron Shield, they haven't even got through the rules yet. Five oh, plus in one uh, against ranged weapons. <laughs> okay. And interestingly enough, rotate Iron Shield. Strach and mentioning. Okay, like, we don't normally do this, but... Just just plow on. Just plow on. Iron Shield, uh, rotate Iron Shield. It's normally a one command point. Stratagem for knights. Increase the invaluable save for one model by plus one. In this against shooting. shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and now if you're going to use that under Dominus, it costs you three. So this is a slight downside to the Dominus. Anyway, dual plasma, dual plasma core explosion. When the model's reduced to zero wounds, roll 2d6 for removing them from the battlefield. If you roll a six on either dice, it explodes, and each unit within 2d6 suffers d6 model wounds. If you roll a six on both, uh, each unit within 3d6 suffers d6 model wounds. Further reason to just charge this thing the fuck in. Yeah. Like, when it when it goes out, it goes out with a bang. And you can also use a stratagem to make yeah. it go out on this bang. Yeah, basically it's a 4 plus and either die, which is amazing. Yeah. It's also a super heavy walker. So it can fall back in the movement phase and still shoot or charge without being affected and walk over infantry and swarm models, etc. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, oh, do they actually specify swarm now? They now specify swarm. Oh, there you go. Well yeah. done. Because we that used to be the, the get around. Yeah, it used to be that they could walk over <laughs> infantry, but not swarm. Yeah. Um, they also need... To get, the, to get the bonus of um, cover, they need to be obscured. Have at least half the model obscured, which is going to be hard to do. Except, I've kind of thought you could do it with other knights. Not like that, but like if you wanted to shield your Dominus first turn, but two other knights kind of in front of it, and it's obscured by over fifty percent. Does that work? I don't actually know if that works. Yeah, I don't you, know. You the can rules obscure line of sight with, with your own models. Oh, I've right. seen people in battle reports go, "I've moved it to." Oh, I put That's it. true. You you can like hide it with tanks and stuff, but you can't hide a Dominus with tanks. No, no, no but like your leader. <laughs> <laughs> just loads of bane blades like on end like on the pirouetting on their Probably treads really. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to reference that sketch <laughs> alright it's a very funny sketch yeah sorry do you, can you can you do I have to okay fine moving on uh, that's the Valiant done <laughs> that is the Valiant what's the Castellan then the Castellan what does Castellan mean I'm going to say castle I'm going to say castle-like. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 15 to 28 wounds, 10-inch move, WS4 plus BS3. It's the same profile. Eight, yeah. But, it's the same profile. Let's just save some time. It's the same night. Strength 8, tough, yeah, it's the same profile. Okay. So it has the same missiles. We covered them. The Dondolinger BS. Twin Siege Breaker cannons. We covered them. Do you have a name for that? <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy... Reisman and the pianos. <laughs> it was a band from the 30s. Yeah. Uh, it but has, with a heavy bass. It was the 30s, everything had a heavy bass. <laughs> it has the two twin melter guns, and it also has Titanic feet, as we've discussed. Arguably bullshit. Arguably depending bullshit. Who, depending if you're using them all on the receiving end. <laughs> it then has... other guns. In place of the conflagration... Which one do you discuss first? Um, the I would relic like one or the non-relic one. Uh, what? 
could. Well, no, because there's one which can have a relic upgrade and one which can't have a relic upgrade. I'm upset that one of them can't have a relic upgrade. I, feel... I am upset by that. Let's do that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's sheep outside. We don't know if you heard that, but it interrupted. We, we're surrounded by a menagerie of animals. <laughs> oh, that's just the alpacas. That was Stewie again. That was a little bit of Stewie. That, yeah. I, okay. I had Volcano to drift lance. away. Volcano Lance. 80 inch range. Heavy D6 shots. Strength 14, AP minus 5. 3D3 damage. Can reroll failed wound rolls when targeting titanic units of this weapon. Okay, this thing's getting a 2 plus against most targets, and most things which are toughness 8 are titanic, so yeah. 3 plus rerollables better than a 2 plus anyway, so. Yeah. This it's, it's hot shit. This gun's damage output is higher on average than the Thunderboon. And it's and much safer range, much, much longer safer range. range. And Always going to be used throughout yeah. the game. And nobody comments on it. It's like, eh, it's there. Yeah. Because it doesn't do 10 damage a shot. It only does an average of 6 damage a shot with multiple shots, you nitwits. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, everyone was screaming about the Valiant. They still scream about the Valiant. Castellan's kind of overlooked. Everyone kind of yeah. says the Castellan's bad. I actually think there's space for the Castellan where there isn't space for the Valiant. I think the Castellan is categorically better. Versus armor. I, I think versus most targets. Um, My reasoning being, the firepower of the Castellan is available from turn one. Yeah. All of it. I mean, Conflagration Cannon is mostly in the game, though. Conflagration Cannon is mostly in the game, don't like, We have to remember that. We have to yeah. respect that. We do. It, it is an and we have to fear power. it. We have to fear it. It's an absurdly it. powerful, terrifying weapon. Yeah. As is the Thunder Coil, isn't doing much turn one, possibly not much on turn two. Yeah. Depending on where the targets are. Whereas the Castellan can hit whatever the fuck it wants to hit and will at the very least cripple whatever it wants to cripple and the difference here being is that the Valiant is extremely good at killing some troops or some elite troops or some lighter vehicles with a conflagration cannon and they're kicking them to death quite well Yeah, but that's what all knights do all yeah. knights are extremely good at taking out some troops or some elites like generally if you're looking at the price range of like 12 to 30 points per model Anything like that, anything with like three wounds, knights wreck it. Yeah. That is their job. They're fantastic. And they're then better kicking it to death afterwards. Whereas the thing they've struggled with is... Armour. Just armour of any variety, and really. Admittedly, you do have the um, Thunderstrike gauntlets, but that that's a couple of turns of you getting there, and that's if they haven't got screen or anything just around the, whatever it is you were trying to get to, to stop you even touching it, etc., just by having sheer bodies in the way. Gone weird. <laughs> Gone weird again. There's the Castellan. You do have a filthy amount of multi-melter and melter in... You do? Or... Not multi-melter, sorry. But melter, across knights, there is access to melter. There is access to melter. Not a huge but... amount, but there yeah. is some. There is access to it. Whereas the Castellan is reliably going to be popping that anti-armor, uh, popping that heavy armor, wherever it is, or just big models. It's extremely good at that. And it's a role knights need. Yeah, definitely. I, especially knight versus knight, where you might have an enemy gallant, say, yeah. which we'll come to later on. Yeah. Uh, Castellan is great. I mean, there are combinations that you can do with a Castellan, which means it does one-shot a knight a turn, on yeah. average. Yeah. That's not even, like, best-case scenario. No. That's on, on average. average. It's going to take out this a knight. This thing can pop a knight a turn. Which is strong. With the right combination of right combination stratagems. Yeah. Actually, no, just relic. One just relic, just relic no stratagems. Yeah. So you even have the room for the stratagems to buff it further. Yeah. Because if, should you need it. Castellan versus most targets is great. Yeah. I think pound for pound fighter here. Yeah. Going for boxing. Yeah. 
I think pound for pound, it is the best super heavy. Are you including other knights in that? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, is in in terms of super heavy versus super heavy. Okay, super heavy versus super heavy. Is I mean, be great. We, we have the shadow sword. This is also not including forge world units. Going to clarify. Yeah, because that that because they have off. macro weapons I, and. Yeah, there's there's some weird stuff going on there. Two d six even still two d six damage weaponry that does double damage titanic units. And oh, that's strength strongly. six. Is that a porphyron? Uh, that is, I know, I don't know about the porphyron, but I know that's on the Tyranid massive oh, yeah, arch yeah, back yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. There's two guns which do that with many shots each. Yeah, that's that's the daddy. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this this one pound for pound, regular forty k. Yeah, does the business like shadow sword. Uh, people tout that as the super heavy killer. It, it doesn't do as much damage as this thing. No. Like, nowhere near, and no. it is a lot of points. Not as many as this one. Nope. But certainly comparable to the point where I would even be tempted to plop a Castellan in any army. Imperium army that can have them. Yeah. Much, if, you, if, you think you're, if you think you're up against armor or something which has any a lot of Any armor wounds, whatsoever, yeah. Well, even the next weapon we're going to get to when we eventually get back to the weaponry of this thing. Yeah. The other weapon is great against most targets anyway. Yeah, like you don't re- you don't really miss out on much if you yeah. take a Castellan. Ev- everyone really. has just ignored the Castellan, which I think is a mistake because the eighth edition is all about the first two turns, arguably just the first. Yeah, Alpha, Alpha striking is the jam, and a Castellan will do that far better than a Valiant with a mighty trombone called the Sp- Volcano Lance, which we discussed just now. So yeah. anyway, so the Volcano Lance. What do we think of it? Massively underrated, basically. I like it. It's hot. Yeah, I liked it from the start. As soon as it was announced, I was like, I like that profile. And everyone else was like, Thunderpoon's better. It's like, I no, I so. like the profile. Look at the profile. Because some was one which I was kind of cold on for a while. Like, I saw it and went, it's there. Like, I just went, yeah, it's a big night weapon. Yeah. But then you're just when you put- break it down, when yeah. you start comparing it to other things, you're like, wow, this thing gets this yeah. thing gets out of hands. And we don't want to talk about the maths because we do like the maths behind we do like everything. The maths, but other people, it, it takes too long, basically. It is boring as shit. Yes. But we're telling you, <laughs> yeah. it is great. Yeah. The Volcano Lance is sexy, the amount of damage it does. Like, three Even though it looks bad on paper. Yeah. I think it's the heavy D6. I think it's that random gamble at the start. I think it's the, the random start. shots and the fact that strength 14, so you go, oh, it's not wounding, toughness 8 and 2 plus, and you go, yeah. Yeah, but it's most better. things. Yeah. And even, even toughness 7. I mean, if you use this thing versus toughness 7, isn't it's it? It's a 2 plus. Yeah. And if and it happens if it, to be Titanic, Titanic then, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, good God. We're and, moving into the 90th percentile. And the other thing being is just, with that heavy D6, this would be the one thing which you'd save your command point re-roll for in the shooting phase. Just go, oh, I rolled a 1. Yeah, Yes, I re-roll that. And with knights, mm. again, range. Range is an issue. This thing completely negates your health for an issue. Yeah. You can take this and just be whopping off down the backfield. I'm going to go with my comment and I'll go with yours, yours as well. <laughs> the other gun it has... The Plasma Decimator. Like, I've seen people say you need to take the Relic version to make this viable. You don't? No. Like, there's, really a better, don't. there's a better really, way to yeah. do it. There's a better way to do it. Okay, so the Plasma Decimator. It has standard mode and supercharged mode. It's a plasma gun, basically. Yeah. Albeit... Bigger. A little bit larger. It'll look, it's a sexy gun as well. It's I a fucking sexy do gun. do like the gun. So I've, I've recently... I'm kind of done making Castellan. Like, I just need to get the armor pieces on now. Like, I've done the skeleton. Yeah. It's awesome. We'll just hold hold off on the looks a minute because we'll get back to that. Okay, yeah, we'll get. Fine. I want to talk about fine. that. Fine. Okay. I want to give that a tongue lashing. Forty eight inch range, heavy two d six shots, strength seven, AP minus three, damage one. Not bad. Overcharge it. Heavy two d six, strength eight, AP minus three, damage two. Each hit roll of one, uh, Barris has one mortal wound after all the shots have been resolved. Yes. Pretty good. There is a relic version of this, which basically 
makes the supercharge the standard and gives it a super supercharge instead, which is strength 9, AP minus 3, damage 3. Isn't it called like Cool's Wrath? Cool's Wrath. Yeah. Which well, is Belisarius Cool from the ad mech, the ultimate boy of boys. But basically, this means that the standard fire mode will 2 plus the Space Marine, which is pretty huge. That is very nice, especially when you think of, like, Primaris. Yep. Like, this thing is just getting value versus Primaris in standard mode. Yep. I don't know why they're bringing Primaris. Maybe they've suffered a bump to the head or (laughs) something. Primaris is just bad versus Knights. The Decimator is pretty good against most things, though. Yeah, but versus Primaris. Versus Primaris is the funniest gun in the world. Knights versus Primaris is just the weirdest thing. Like, I've seen people play... I think my unnamed as-of-yet friend has some Primaris. Oh, dear. I know. Let's hope he's not using them, or he is in for a ride. <laughs> and a game of Warhammer. <laughs> okay, so... and Weirdly. So, Call's Wrath, people are saying you need that to make it competitive. A, you don't. Yeah. B, it makes it a lot better against Toughness 4. Yeah. But if you're hunting super heavies, there's a better option. There's yeah. one which just makes all your weaponry deal a flat um, two damage extra... One damage extra against all targets, two of extra damage versus Titanic... And that makes the Castellan broken. That's what makes it able to kill the knights on average in a yeah. turn. That's after their invun saves. Yeah, so standard fire mode is doing three damage to super heavies. Yeah, the standard fire mode would be three damage. The overcharge is dealing four damage a shot. Which is crazy. Yeah. And you don't really care about the mortal wounds in return because you've got 28 in the bank. Like yeah. I know I know Tau players are very upset that their Riptide has to pay one no, no, mortal but wound. Pay for a mortal three wound pl- to give it a three plus invun. That's, that's just, just bad. That's, that's just bad. Just bad. Or I mean to, I don't want to lose any wounds or, and I want everything. Yeah, or to increase its firepower by fifty percent. That's yeah, crazy. Could you, you imagine would, that Castellan? I would do it every yeah. time and I would collect the tears of the Tau players. Yeah, volcano Lance, pay a mortal wound to give it an additional D three shots, I'd do that. Plasma Decimator, pay a mortal wound to give it an additional yeah, D six shots. Alan, I would do that. Alan you're paying a mortal wound. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's no. really, really bad. Pay a mortal wound to give it a 3 plus in one. That's not good. I wouldn't do that. I've only got 28. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's, those people are crazy. Those people are crazy. Riptide let me aside. Let me pay mortal wounds with my orc armies to yeah. buff them. Yeah. I'll sacrifice the shit out of the boys. <laughs> to clarify, if you have a Riptide and you think that paying a mortal wound for the bonus is, is bad, I know there's a third one I can never remember, but pay for the shield and pay for the weapon upgrade. It's great. Just it do it. It is great, yeah. You'll win more games. You will. Okay, so what else do we have to discuss here? Cool's Wrath, by the way. Yep. If you overcharge with Cool's Wrath Relic, it takes its strength 9, which makes this thing a pseudo-Laz cannon, which blows oh, my tiny oh, mind. Oh, yeah, sorry. This, this is the other thing you need to remember as well. It's just, take a Relic, and the overcharge is, it's a heavy 2d6 Laz cannon. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely it, it crazy. It deals 3 damage rather than an average of 3.5, and you go, but it's how many shots? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? It is awesome. It is really awesome. Like, it strength is. 9 plasma, like, that's hot. It's categorically hard. It is. It is. <laughs> owie, owie. <laughs> it burns. <laughs> Wounding knights on a 3 plus with a plasma gun. Yeah. It's it, great. The Castellan's bowler. Okay, so we've done the Castellan. Yeah. We've done the Valley. Yeah, we've, we've discussed the Super Heavy Walker rule, the Iron Shield rule, and the Dual Plasma Core Explosion rule. We've discussed all of that. Let's, talk, of let's talk about the model. Yes. My first impression when I saw the model. Yes. My first impression was, that's cool, and then it turned into... I'm not sure I like that as I saw more of it. I had the same reaction. Because I saw it head on. Yep. I looked at the weapons because it was the Castellan they showed. Yep. I love the Castellan's weapons, each arm weapon. Yep. I love the rear of the model. Yeah, we've we've covered that. That's great. Seriously, check out that rear. I'm upset. The exhausts. Sorry. (laughs) The exhausts. Legitimately speaking, the exhausts. 
Okay, the exhaust on a standard knight looked like it's, you know, functional and awesome. The exhaust on uh, Dominus class knights kind of looked like they are actually pumping it full of gasoline. Yeah. Like, you could see that being on the back of, um... Fuck, what's his name? Jim Belushi? No. <laughs> Steve Carey? Dragons! What's his name? Immortan Joe? Yes! <laughs> you can see that being on the back of Immortan Joe's car. Okay, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And you could definitely see a chaos... Uh, one of these just oh, like yeah. screaming into the air with massive flames chumming out the holes. <laughs> could you not? <laughs> you could though. I mean, you yeah, could you, imagine could, you could imagine that. Yeah, maybe not the chumming, but anyway. Yeah, that, so it's kind of a weird-looking model. I'm upset at how short it is. I'm upset that it's the size of another knight. It's I wanted it. Taller. I wanted it to be much bigger though, like 1.3 times. Yeah, 1.3 would be gorgeous. like 1.5. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Shorter than the Forge World knights. Yeah, but solid. But solid. Solid. I don't like the rear guns. The top guns look silly to me. The top guns do look a bit silly. I, I'm excited I, to see your model in person because your model is basically a skeleton with the side guns on. Yep. Melter guns. Melter guns in conjunction with the top guns. It looked yep. like they just said put as many guns on it as Although possible. I, I, to be fair, I have the pictures I've seen of them where it's not because yeah, I think all the promotional stuff was like head on, yeah. like at like level with it, so it looks very weird. Yeah. But I think when you see it from more. Different perspective, it looks better. Well, so I'm going to clarify. Weird. I say clarify. I'm going to say it now. The Valiant's mask is weird. I haven't actually seen it. Well, the, the Castellans. This is just a, between it, us. Yeah, just it, between gentlemen. It's a game you can play along with at home. If you look at the Castellans' face, it looks kind of like a bigger knight face. Yes, it does. It, it looks is, kind of like a Templar helmet. Yeah, it's it's cool. Then there's the Valiant one, which is okay, but they have like these weird. Like it's, it's just a bit off for me. Yeah, I, I don't think it's too bad. I think it's the way it's that not, they've painted it. Okay, uh, admittedly, yeah. But, I mean, uh, you could paint this thing to be pretty cool. I think it's just the spiky bits on it. But anyway. anyway. Yeah, I, I feel that they took they put too many guns on it. Yep. To my mind. Yep. It does look overgunned. Yep. Which is a sin of the Primaris Marines, like, transport hover thing. <laughs> it's got, like, guns upon guns upon guns. Alan and I had a friend, we'll call him, <laughs> when we were younger, <laughs> who collected Space Marines. Yep. Had a Land Raider. And just glued, like, autocannons, multi-melters... Everything onto the sides, so it had like five guns on yeah. each side, and we're like, "That looks terrible." This knight isn't that; it's it is not, not that. that, but it's definitely verging on too many guns for me. I like a basic knight, it, basic boy. I'm hoping it will defeat this uh, this opinion in person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which thus far it's been doing definitely, yeah, definitely. Like, I think this is one you have to go out and see. Yeah, I also haven't seen one in the local shop yet. Like I think if oh. you build yours, yours will be the first. Yeah, because I, I think everyone has their one knight they have, which they have with the rest of the army, or maybe a couple of knights, which is their knight army. Or yeah. they've all gone... Yeah, because even when we went to the shop, the Valiant was only one box left. There's just a bunch of Castellans crying in the corner. Yeah, that's the next problem. Why are they two boxes? Yeah. It's awful. You pay £100 or US$7 million. US dollars. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Australian dollars. Australian dollars there. New Zealanders as well. Like, New Zealanders as well. You that, have to you have to chop world, off your testicle. That section of the world, we're sorry, for and you. sell it to Lance Armstrong, and then you can afford one of these. Can he afford testicles anymore? I, I, I think he, he can. I think he's got testicle money. <laughs> he probably does. Still in the in bank. The ball fund. <laughs> the ball fund. Okay, admittedly, yeah. But you say that a the majority of people. This is going to be controversial. The majority of people. <laughs> Controversy incoming. Majority of people aren't going to be using this. They're not going to magnetize it. They're not going to be swapping it out. They're going to build one variant and have it. Yeah. Number two. Heh. I understand the fact that it's price. Seeing as the Warden kit is, what, uh, £95? Yeah. 
and has a bunch of options. Yeah. The only reason why this one is more expensive is because it's a bigger model, and not even that much more plastic. The, yeah. The amount of plastic, the amount of raw materials in each box, there's more in the warden kit. Yeah. They're just charging more because it's more points costly. That's literally it. And which is pretty scummy. Like they it could, is a little bit scummy. They could put out hundred pounds and have both kits in there, which would be the ideal. But they wouldn't. To have both kits in there, they would charge one hundred and twenty. And I'm happier paying a hundred for one overpriced. Because yeah. you, you know what you're going to build. Because you're not going to. If you want the Castellan, you're not going to build the Valiant. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah. If it comes down to like you want to try it out, just do a friendly game. Just do a friendly somewhere. game and say that it counts yeah. as the. I'm sure at some point I'll claim that my Dominus. Uh, you will my not allow. Valiant. You will oh, not be allowed. Against someone, I know you will never play as a Valiant. To be fair, I'm not sure I want to. I, I will play against a Valiant yep. for fun yep. and just for, you know, to kind of just, get a feel of how yeah, it works. May, maybe the Conflagration Cannon just fluffs repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love I these strategies. I do see them a lot online. Like, yeah, Reboot's not that strong. You just have to rely on your enemy rolling badly. That is not a sound strategy. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> Unless you have, like, you know, uh, Ocean's Eleven, you've magnetized the dice and you're controlling it with a switch Except under the table. Except your entire team don't know until the end where you go, it's okay, guys. We were meant to lose. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that part of the plan. Like, we're not going to tell anyone. But. It, it's almost as egregious as the Saw films, which it, it's not my comment. I don't agree with it, but someone had said uh, on the internet, it's basically, you'll watch one film and two characters will, like, one will go, hey, and the other will say nothing and walk off. You'd be like, ah, oh, that's good. They just met each other once. The next one goes, they're in it all along, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah. It's a bit like that. It's like every, for several every years. Every film is like, you're wrong about all of them. Yeah. We changed everything. It was actually you the whole time. Pretty much. What? You the viewer. This all films are interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Spat on the codex. <laughs> it won't, you went it won't go that. away. Oh, no. Never mind. It's been christened. It's been christened by us. Not both of us. <laughs> I don't know. I'll spit on it as well. No. <laughs> Stupid minds. Okay, so is that is that the Domini covered? Yeah, competitiveness. Competitiveness. Um, I think Castellan's Castellan quite nice. Place. Yeah, but again, knights are in this such weird position where if you're tooled against them, they the knights can never win. Yeah, if you're properly properly tooled against knights, if you go hard as bulls against knights, yeah. You will beat them, yeah, and they cannot win. They yep. categorically cannot win, and we might spoil that for you sometimes. <laughs> I mumbled my sentence there. <laughs> you try again. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> if you want us to, we can tell you what we think. Yeah, uh, it, it, but go, it didn't go down go, well last time. <laughs> basically, go to the comment section and say, "I'd like to politely know what lists can reliably kill knights." We'll show you the maths. Yeah, very dully there, so you can read them at your leisure. 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 And if you like it, you can say good. And if you don't like it, well, you can disagree with us. <laughs> You're allowed and, that. No, no. To be fair, I would like to see other people's opinions on it. No, I want to see hard facts. I don't want to see opinions. Yeah, I was, it, I, I, I've had it, guys. I would, also, I would also like to see hard facts. I've had part. it before where I've argued with people about Warhammer, which is like... It's about 70% of the hobby. It's <laughs> <laughs> 70% of the hobby. Yeah. But when you argue with someone yeah. and you can prove them wrong categorically with maths, yes. like the example I had was looters versus attack effects, which are kind of effects with guns. We mentioned that earlier. And this, <laughs> well, this God, was several, weirdly topical. several editions ago. And categorically... Is this backing the, you up so that if someone turns up with a math, you go, it was editions ago. I'll so strike them. Yeah. <laughs> Smite them. Yeah. Attack effects versus... Uh, equal points of looters yep. the deck effects just one mathematically 
even if it goes first or second or whatever. Yeah. And I prove that. On average. I prove that to the guy. On average. Yeah. And I prove that to the guy. And even still, he's like, no, you're wrong. They still beat them. And then sometimes they come up with these crazy scenarios like, yeah, but if they're on the roof and the Carnifex can't see them and they're shooting with missile launchers, which they don't have, and Reboot Gilliman's buffing them, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a crazy scenario. Sure, they win then, but... Basically, what we're saying is... <laughs> when you get matches in the comment section... <laughs> yeah, we will respond. With... No, we will respond... With the Sword of Damocles. <laughs> okay, to clarify, despite the fact he's insisting... He's, look, anyway... Fuck it. <laughs> Let's just leave that. Alone. We'll do it live. <laughs> Let's leave that well alone. Shall we discuss the final? How much time do we have, actually? I don't think we've got time. We have. We have time for the final edition. The the final new model. The third thing. I could easily spend an hour on this. I could spend an hour making a drawing of this and writing a poem for it. The poem for the drawing of the model? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quite a strange day <laughs> the glue okay so this is the best unit in the codex spoiler, spoiler best unit in the game spoiler in fact yeah the game the game fuck it demon primarchs can't do shit versus this unit the, yeah this unit by 50 of what, these guys whatever, whatever your opponent plans on bringing there is no way they can actually handle this unit from a maths perspective even like the, the wildest odds can do nothing you can't against the sheer might of the sacristan forge shrine it is mighty. It is wide. It is powerful. A Sacristan Forge Shrine is a single model. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sector mechanicus structure. After it's set up, it's treated as sector mechanicus terrain feature. Cannot move for any reason. Is not treated as friendly or enemy model. Cannot be targeted or affected by any attacks or abilities. This, that is broken. This thing is the toughest unit in the game. There's, Nurgle, there's, Arch Nurgle Demons. Have, Nurgle have a tree, which is quite tough. It's quite tough. Not as tough as that. Because this is made of metal, and that's made of wood. It's made of tree. Actually. Demon tree, admittedly. Demon tree. (laughs) Fourth edition. Yeah. uh, They used to have like a little segment at the back. Armor values. Guys, some of you won't know what that is. That will upset me. We won't go into it. We won't go into it. But it basically said, a wooden shack was the equivalent of like toughness sex. And it's like, what? What are space marines made of? <laughs> you know, like this shanty like, like, was tough. Back in the them. old days, there was rules for different buildings and how you could break them. They're, yeah, up in 7th yeah. as well. I'm pretty sure like any fortification, like, uh, what are they called? I want to say bastions, but they're not. No, I think they are bastions. I don't know. Bastilles. Uh, yeah, and like the uh, Dark Angels, like fucking stronghold missile. Whammer. Yeah. All of those all of those can be destroyed. Yeah. This thing is immortal. The this apocalypse is... could reign around this thing and it would Apocalypse live. have reigned around it and it didn't give a shit. Damn. It is the stone called eyes of a killer that's seen multiple apocalypses <laughs> and not given a shit. I think it's a benevolent god. I think it's It is both I'm not sure, I'm not sure it's benevolent. I'd say it's um Ambivalent. Yes. Ambivalent. Thank yeah. you. I couldn't remember the word. Thank you for cutting me short there because I really needed you to do that. <laughs> Now, unless they have fly, bear with it. Oh my god, that'd Vehicles. be amazing. <laughs> oh, those four trying fly. fly. Four <laughs> oh, oh, model it with wings, it'd be amazing. Okay, unless they have fly. Vehicles. I was imagining a jetpack, like, takes off and then, like, leans forward. Also glorious. Unless they have fly, vehicles, monsters, cavalry, and bikers can only be set up and end their moves on the ground floor of the mechanical structure. Unless they can fly, infantry, beasts, and swarms must scale ladders, girders, or walls. That's most of the model. So, no, no. To ascend or descend between different levels of the sector mechanical structure. 
if you don't put any ladders on yours, if you don't model any... Oh, yeah, because this, this thing you don't have to put ladders on. Yeah, don't model any. This thing can... if You want. You have to, to climb the body. That's the only way you can stop this thing. And even yeah. then, it's still alive. Look, infantry also assumed he'll tra- traverse around girders, buttresses, and hanging chains and move through that impediment. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> Look, A they... buttress. Now, get this. I will. Infantry units, which is everything in this codex. It's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, it's any of this infantry. Infantry units that are entirely on a sector mechanical structure receive the bonus to the armor saves of being in cover. Which is awesome, considering they stood atop a fucking platform. <laughs> they, they gained the bonus for cover yeah, for being stand- in the open, but slightly higher. <laughs> Apparently that helps their armour. Yeah, sure. And that's Nurgle's excuse. Yeah. Now, now get ready. I'm ready. For the broken. Auto-sacristan. That's right. Fuck me. The four trying doing it for <laughs> itself. <laughs> At the end of your movement phase... One Imperial Knight's vehicle. That is actually everything in this codex. Yeah. From your army, other than the Forge Shrine. Other than the Forge Shrine. <laughs> they sadly they can can't buff each, each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get two, they can buff each other eternally. Wow. Throughout Apocalypse. <laughs> They're joining hands. And <laughs> jetpacks. <laughs> <laughs> They're moving in <laughs> They do move in hands. <laughs> Forge Shrine's just gently wafting over the battlefield. You know, I'm also imagining, like, some Dude. Imperial commander, like, we must commit exterminatus on this planet. And then just, wait, there's four shrines down there. Just, like, pictures of innocent four shrines looking I, I, at each other. I was other. thinking they, they commit exterminatus, then the smoke clears, and there's still the four shrines. Like, oh, God! <laughs> I'm imagining they take off in unison and fly into space together. <laughs> fly to a new planet. They're finding a new home. <laughs> Life, uh... Why don't why don't they away. yeah why don't they fire these things from space at planets because they're indestructible? <laughs> you would seriously fuck up a planet. Yeah. Uh, so any imperialized vehicle that ends its end of the movement phase is within one inch of this model can use the four trines auto sacristan. I really thought you could say Shut awesome it, power. Sorry. Shut it, please. Yeah. Oh God, don't do that. It's a good reference. It's Bloodborne, isn't it? Did you say we had a Bloodborne? If it does so, it cannot shoot or charge this turn, and its attack characteristics is reduced to one. This is that the knight, the- <laughs> not the four shrine. Not the four shrine. Which is four shrine does not have an attack characteristic. Although if it buffed it to one, that hang on. The wording on this does mean the four shrine. The wording's awful then, but okay. it, it means the other model. Yeah. But you can then choose and resolve one of the following effects. Okay, so, for moving a knight to be within one inch of this thing you've paid for, yep. with hard with good money, good money, and a lot of money, because yep. I'm pretty sure you can only get it in Renegade right now. Yeah, it, it's going to be like 40 quid, yep. or 150 Australian dollars. That's actually not... That's probably close that's to probably what it is. That's probably, like, bang on. Anyway, sorry. I've seen Import a lot of- taxes must be crazy. <laughs> yeah, every time you look up... Uh, Games Workshop in this say, country on a yeah, phone it goes just, to Australia and it's like it's $500 what the oh I'm in Australia yeah <laughs> those paints were expensive exactly anyway so for move, so a knight's move having to go to this thing within your deployment start, zone in, within your deployment zone ending its movement there sacrificing all of its shooting which is going to be like a third a quarter maybe a fifth yeah. of your DACA probably not a fifth because if you have five knights some of them are going to be gallants so at least a quarter of your DACA you get one of these three bonuses. Now, are you Only fucking one. 
ready for to find out what they are. I've got my socks strapped to my knees in case they blow off. So the first one's the ritual of repairing. The fuck are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> the vehicle, bear with, regains D3 lost wounds. If there's a tech priest or tech on. marine from... Hang on. Tech priest, tech marine within... Uh, on the on it, they're on the forward train, <laughs> <laughs> and they've not used their ability to repair a vehicle this turn. They can aid the ritual of repairing instead of using that ability this turn. If they do so, the vehicle regains three lost wounds instead, rather than fuck off. Yeah, because if fuck off, because if you just did it so the tech marine repairs, repairs. and the uh, forward train repairs, that'd be an average of four, which is less than three. Actually, no. There's a weird thing where tech priests, if they repair a model from another army or like knights, they only do one. Okay, which makes case, it three. In that case, this works out to be the average. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can risk it for a biscuit for more. Uh, Do you have anything to add? I, I've said it before, guys. Repair is an absolute trap in this game. Do not. It's just, just a waste don't do of time. it. It's a waste of time. Like ritual of reloading. Good God! I also want to know how a fucking squat like tank of fuel repairs. Uh, sorry, repairs. I think they back up into it. Oh, because <laughs> well, it's got oh, like, like charge it, ports it, on top, doesn't it's it? It's kind of like a crescent moon shape. No, it really doesn't. Like, there's no way it's, how it's, this it's, Yeah, They're just look, look. Imagination ritual time. Of, ritual of reloading. Back out of imagina- imagination time. This is back to stone hard words time. <laughs> right. Okay, if the vehicle is equipped with she- she- uh, shield, <laughs> that's Street all, folks. If the vehicle is equipped with shield breaker missiles, it regains all shield breaker missiles it's fired previously in the battle. Which you so, can only fire one at a time. At a turn. So if you are maximising this, you have to wait till turn five to do this, to get four back, or turn three to get two back and sacrifice a round of shooting to do so. But wait, There's if it more. is not, or if it has the full complement of shield breaker missiles, if it has between some and full shield breaker <laughs> missiles in summary, yeah. choose one weapon the vehicle is equipped with, not an heirloom of the noble house, it's not a relic weapon. The next time it fires, next time it is fired, it always makes the maximum number of attacks. E.g., two d6 becomes twelve shots. Now, this would be slightly interesting if it buffed all weapons with random profiles to be at the highest value. Except you then do the maths. Yeah, and it's just worse. So heavy two d6. That is twelve shots. Then you go. Okay, so what's the average across um, two rounds of shooting? That's seven point five at seven point five. Wait, that's fifteen. Wait, why seven point five at seven? Two d6 is seven. Yeah. Oh, sorry, seven. Why do I always do that? You've gone so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's 14, yeah, which it's is just 14, better. Which is higher. You should just, yeah, never use this thing. No, no. First oh, of all. Sorry, sorry, we haven't come to the third fuck, one. Yeah. Don't fucking knock it. No, I, I know. I'm going to field them. I'm going to field the compliment of Allied Imperial Knights, which is just going to be Sacristan for tries. Yeah, we'll get into that actually in a second. Yeah. Okay, so rounds of refueling. Until the end of your next movement phase, increase the move characteristic of the vehicle by six. Knights struggle for movement. They, they only move 12 inches a turn. They, they really need do. that sacrificing 12 inches of movement to gain 6 inches of movement. They do. That's... That's logic. That's that is pure logic smacking your balls with balls. a whiffle back. Finally, a vehicle can only use an auto-sacristan once per turn. Could you imagine the possibilities? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Triple stack that bitch. And you're looking at an 18-inch move with 12 shots and... Possibly four wounds on board. <laughs> no, it'd be three wounds. No, sorry, two wounds oh, or sorry. three or, or one if or, you yeah. fell badly. So no, it could be three if you have tech priest there as well, which could. you will, because that's great value for money. Okay, if you got all three of these in unison, the Holy Trinity, 
I wouldn't take it ever. <laughs> I, this yeah. thing is god awful. It is crazy. It However, is, no, can can is, I may I okay sure may I sure, do sure, this? Sure. It is so god awful. All of this is a terrible trade. Like you are sacrificing a third or quarter of your DACA guaranteed. Yeah. You are sacrificing all of the attacks. You are walking back to your deployment zone. You sacrificing some points. Let's not ignore that. It's not many points for a knight army, but it's still a bunch of points for fuck all. Yeah. As I said, sacrifice 12 inches of movement, not including how much you walked backwards to get this. Yeah. Or you could just deploy on it, don't forget. You can just deploy on it. And you sacrifice turn one shooting, which is the most important round of shooting in the game. Yes, yes. But you can. That's the option. You can. That is the option. But most of the time you'll be walking backwards, so you're you're sacrificing more than 12 inches of movement to gain six the next turn. Or you sacrifice a round of shooting to get a total of less shots. Or you repair D3 wounds, which averages out at two. I think it is the most bizarre unit I've seen in the Codex so far. It's so terrible. Yeah. I've seen some bad stuff, but nothing that actually gimps you in terms of effectiveness. I think taking Death Death Guard in general gimps you. (laughs) That's a low blow. That's uncalled for. It's a factual blow. (laughs) Just because of that library incident <laughs> doesn't make you some sort of... Okay, no, but the Saxon Four Shrine is just... It's bad. I, but I, I, I can understand it from the perspective of they wanted to slap rules on something from Renegade. No, I, I think that, I think they just wanted another option for the Night Codex. I They're like, <laughs> shit, what do we need? Let's make oh it a waste God. paper bin turned on its top. It can't, It is like, mightily even, indomitable. Even in like, narrative games, this is bad. Oh, I want to have three knights being repaired by this thing. Having it any time you go, I need a knight to repair... It's worse to do that than just keep the knight shooting. Now stop. I don't know the lyrics of that song, but there is one. It's like the Ice Ice Baby song. Anyway, it's like stop, take a drink and listen. I don't know what it is. Anyway, stop. Take a drink and listen. This thing would be awesome. I'm going to I'm gonna do some house rules. I'm going to write some house rules for this because I want to do a game yeah. where you have a knight. Yeah. One of these forge shrines. Yeah. And this knight, like, either, maybe multiple forge shrines, and it has to go through some sort of gauntlet, and it has to get between forge shrines. Think like a computer game, think like save points, type deal. Yeah. You know, each one can either reload a weapon, or, or repair some of it. Yeah. Which I think it would be awesome. It would be awesome to do. Like, say, say to, the guns could get... a lot more than D3. <laughs> yeah, but say, like, the guns could get jammed and stuff like this. Yeah. You know, it has to run some sort of gauntlet, so it actually has to reach these forge shrines, and then it, instead of wasting a turn, you just get the buff yeah. after one turn. Yeah. So you have to survive the next turn. Um, that's going to be fun, and I'm glad that they gave me the idea for that. Yeah. That's fun. Now, the way that I'm going to use this thing, oh, yeah, because it's, you, it's a piece of garbage for knights. But he is going to take them in a detachment. I'm going to take a detachment. Of buildings. I'm going to take a detachment of buildings. And Tough. I'm going to build a wall. And here's the funny thing. Yeah. Because if I've got this correct, and I may have this entirely wrong, if I'm because I'm using orcs, right? Yep. I'm going to take shooter orcs because that's incredibly silly. It's yep. just very silly. Which is very orky. I'm then going to build a wall of this fortrine. Yep. Across the entirety of my deployment zone. <laughs> I will then put on the walkway an orc one inch away from the edge. Yep. So that you can't be within one inch by touching the edge. Yep. I will then put orcs behind it so you simply cannot move over it with your knights. At which point your knights are bound by the wall and they cannot cross it so yep. long as I have bodies to occupy the space. Even if your guys are at within one inch of the edge... 
You can still assault me, but you can't no, use your feet. I can't use the feet, which is the majority of night weaponry. And I think you have to use a stratagem anyway to engage me. Yeah. Like, you have to use a stratagem to, use a stratagem to, to, to get attack close combat. On ground floor. Which is amazing. Which is why, guys, you need to build is, that wall. Yeah. You don't even need to have a complete wall. Just, just have, sections. Have gaps which sections. just aren't quite large enough for knights. Yeah, have the hot gates. You know, one bit which you can get through, but you have a fuckload of knobs in there. You don't want to get in there. That's a lot of knobs. That's a lot of knobs. That, that, like that scene in Saw 2 but much worse where she falls in the pit of needles <laughs> pit of knobs I think that would make that scene look I'm, uh, orcs are pretty scary orcs are pretty scary if in real life see, you I, came I, across I an was, orc I was going to I was this you brutal fungaloid. I, I, I assume you were going down the, down the joke line there. I was like, I'm fairly certain... I don't mean a pit of cocks. <laughs> as much <laughs> as your mind may no, want that. See, as someone who's a deathly fear of needles. Yeah. A pit of cocks is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it, but it's technically accurate. Like, it's a weird spot where That's you go, amazing. I would prefer to jump into a pit of cocks. <laughs> <laughs> And on that incredibly <laughs> well, brown note, with that note, which is going to be taken out of context forevermore, jumping into the pit of cocks for you. What? <laughs> the Brothers Grim Dark. <laughs> <laughs>